0: Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to Mavs Party. Uh, whew, that was a fun game. The Dallas Mavericks outlasted the um, Cleveland Cavaliers 120-112. to 112. It was quite an offensive performance from the Cavs until the Mavericks opted to play defense for the final five to seven minutes of the third quarter and, and held them to almost no scoring. Um, yeah, um, before we get started, before I start inviting people up here, I wanted to direct some of you all to... Uh, the Ringer's NBA feed, um, gave an update today, kind of what's going on with him. I mean, not to like, you know, spoil it, but he's basically saying his chemo isn't working. And then they let him just kind of riff about a lot of stuff, work, basketball, faith. It was good. It was really good. I really recommend it. Um, okay. Coming up first. Oh yeah, guys, you all know the rules. Just listen for your name. We got a bunch of regulars tonight, so we'll take care of this quickly. Brett, how we doing?
1: Uh, doing well as, as, you know, those who listened last night, know I'm on my way back. And the you got to
2: see Luca. Last.
1: Yes, I got to see Luca and I got to see Luca win. So this is the first time I've ever watched the man actually win in person. So, you know, that's exciting. I got to see Luca kind of dominate, um, especially in that third quarter. Also in the first quarter where he like had like nine assists. Like I just kind of like, looked up at the, at the box score they have up there. And I was like, I mean, like I could tell he was playing well, but I was like, nine assists seems like a, a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a nice change of pace from from watching them you know lose two pretty bad games earlier this season. Um, the defensive right. effort was very very lack like lackluster in the first half, um, to put it mildly. It was it was pretty embarrassing in the second. They quarter.
0: looked real tired, like they just everybody was getting blown by on like single move
3: type.
1: Yeah, I mean it it, it, it was really like yeah, as you're saying like you know. I mean, obviously, like, someone like Garland, like, he's going to, you know, be a problem no matter what. But basically, everyone on the Cavs could take most Mavs players off the dribble pretty easily. Um, And then they decided to, you know, try for, you know, you know, a 10% of the game, and that was the difference.
0: Yeah, they even went zone for a while, which was weird, which, you know, the Cavs were shooting 50% from three when they decided to go zone, which I thought was an interesting choice. But it seemed to throw off their rhythm a hair – and then they got those kind of back-to-back turnovers when the game was tied up at, at um, I want to say it was like eighty-two, and then after that they just ran away with the game.
1: Yeah, I, I was gonna say like the, the the Josh Green experience was in full force. Um, <laughs> that was like there was there were lots of lots of good and lots of bad. Uh, he like took a really terrible charge on a three-on-one, uh, that was really bad. He got some like acrobatic rebounds and, you know, like those kind of hustle plays. Like um, that
0: baseline pull-up jumper early yes. on. That was nice. Well, that was the, pretty.
1: When, when he when he took it and, like, pump faked out of the three, I was 100% certain he was going to drive to the rim, jump, and then throw it out There's of It was just bounds. a real
0: casual I mean, play. It looked it looked natural, looked smooth. It was good. And, you know, what what was it like seeing the Dorian Finney-Smith career highlight?
1: That, I mean, it was pretty incredible. Like, you know, I mean, like, Dorian, even when he goes off, it never, like, Feels like, cause you know he doesn't have the ball in his hands almost at all, so it doesn't, so it never feels like he's really, like, scoring that much. Um, but you know when he hit that that shot to like beat the buzzer, um, obviously like you know the the posterization of uh the baptism of, of Moses, of Moses Brown in the first half. Yeah, most I, I was sitting next to some uh, some some Cavs fans who were like, let's see what this Moses Brown fellow can uh can bring to the Cavs, and I was just like sitting there like. You know, first time?
0: You know, he did okay in the first in the first quarter against Luca. I thought he did actually pretty well. But I mean, over time Luca's just gonna figure out what you're good what you're doing and he's gonna figure yeah, out something else.
1: There was like a higher a higher degree of hunting, like, from the Mavs than you know, than I, I think than, than most games. Like Luca obviously will hunt a lot, but particularly in the like the fourth quarter stretch with with, with Brunson, um, I assume that was like a halftime or, you know, timeout sometime kind of thing that someone on the coaching staff told him to basically like you are stronger than Darius Garland. You can post him up like you can eat him alive down there. And he just did that for like four straight possessions. Yeah. Um, and they just don't, they don't have an answer for that. But like and then, you know, Luca and basically everyone, on you know, because without Allen and, and Mobley, the Cavs are just so severely limited. On, with bigs on defense, right? It, it, like Kevin Love, you know. First, you know, as much he can still shoot, he can absolutely not move his feet. Like he's you can just see that. You
0: can see the like, vision though, because like because the Mavs the last time they played the Cavs, I wanna, did the Mavs lose? I don't remember. I didn't, but I do remember that being a difficult game for Luca because they're just so big, and so it's you know like when you get Garland going, LeVert going, and if if you're able to do anything with Colin Sexton and the if he comes back from his meniscus. Like they are, they are a team.
1: I, I like them. Oh, I mean, I think so too. Like it's, I mean, obviously they, they when Sexton got hurt, um, and then now you know, obviously with more injuries, like they're pretty, pretty limited. But I mean, they were like at the beginning of the season, you know, so exciting. Like, like, just as like a you know a fan of the NBA, it was so, it was so disappointing, you know, that you know not to be able to see you know Allen and um and Mobley in particular. Like he's he's just such like a you know an exciting young player.
2: Well
0: thank you for coming up and getting getting us started. You drive safe, all right? Oh, thanks. Uh, yep,
2: talk
0: soon. All right, coming up next, let's go with Lyndon. Hey Lyndon.
4: Hey Kirk, can you hear me?
0: I can. Thanks for joining.
4: Yeah, I was very the defense was bad, but it's a back to back. I was really encouraged with the process with what they were doing tonight. Offensively, Luca cut twice. Like cut twice. <laughs> and also at the um at the near the end of the game, Brunson would kind of bring it up. I just I just like the diversity and Dorian Finney Smith is a better player than all star starter Andrew Wiggins. Write it down. I mean
0: I think that's a great take. Very good take. I actually had a cat I actually had a Warriors fan message me tonight and was just like I hate this. <laughs>
4: Yeah, and Henry Higgins is air. He's just air, just blowing up and down the court. Right. Um. Yeah. There's no no real thoughts. I just like I feel like when 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 I see things I don't like, I have so many thoughts. But I liked a lot what I saw tonight. The right. the effort and stuff was excusable, but they turned it on for it's
0: eight just minutes.
4: Long enough. Yeah, they turned it on for eight minutes. They, also, Darius Garland is really down, really like good. dynamic off the ball, dynamic. Oh. His Movements. Yes, like
0: he's he's an he's an unreal player. Um, they're gonna be something when 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 they get a little more seasoning and and less bad injury luck. I really like.
4: Yeah, them with a wing would be really really impressive. Yeah, they're like like imagine if they had like Kade Cunningham or something. Oh my
0: God! So Brantley in the chat just notes that we clinched the top six playoff spot because I'm pretty sure the Timberwolves lost, which is amazing. Um they were up mm-hmm. like twenty something points on the on the on the um Raptors at one point or another wow. and they lost. Just incredible stuff there. So hey, way to make top six, guys. We did it. We're gonna get a couple of days off between
4: Yeah, Sunday's a, a big game. They it's pretty much like a European special, one o'clock on a Sunday with Giannis and Luca. That's gonna yep. be good.
0: That'll be and That's then KP Friday. Good. We're gonna have fun.
4: Yeah. We'll see if yeah, um, he plays.
0: It's Latvian Heritage Night. Oh wow! Okay, uh, like, like I, I've been making like I'm just like really they're it's because of the consulates and stuff in the area, and then they're gonna have two Latvian players, which is good, and it'll it'll actually be pretty cool. But it does set itself up for. A- <laughs>
4: yeah. Good game. Yep. No real thoughts of any critical thoughts. Thanks.
0: Let's all get some sleep. Talk soon, London.
5: Yeah. Later. All
0: right. Coming up next,
6: um, let's go with Jacob. Hey, Jacob. Hey,
0: Kirk,
5: you
6: got me? Awesome. Uh, Yeah, this was a a really fun one to watch. I had a little bit of everything. Uh, I had bad defense in the first half, but awesome shot making, good defense by us in the second half, and Luca went supernova there in the third quarter. I'm pretty sure he was channeling all his uh, disdain for the refs into uh, that into blowing up in that quarter. I like that take yeah.
0: because he was, I thought he got a technical in the first half. and was like, oh, come on, seriously. And he, I'm,
6: yeah, I'm pretty sure they were baiting him because like he, I forget when it was in the game, he got hit in the face and the ref literally like on the replay watched it happen and didn't call anything. It was like, it was kind of like, like he was almost daring Luca to talk shit or, you know, say something.
0: Well, the refs were pretty poor all night and I was talking with some Cavs fans that I know. And, they say they've been kind of plagued by late foul calls all year. Like there was one where, like Dwight took a shot, missed it badly, and the ref waited for the the miss to go badly instead of calling. Like, like just blow it when it's there. Don't wait for the foul like ball to go out. That's not how this works. It was it was really wild. Um.
6: Yeah, it's I, I, I on multiple occasions in the first half. I remember almost vividly. Uh, Cleveland like s- smoked a couple layups and. Literally waited for someone to grab the rebound, and then the refs would call the whistle. I, I, I really want to see a ref get just get fired for being terrible at their job. Not like yeah. it's it's frustrating to watch. They're still better than college refs. Oh yeah, that's not that's. I mean, that's not really saying much, I guess. But you know, I mean, that's true though. Yeah. As far as players yeah. go, man, I have one word. Should I say? Are, are, yes. Are, 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 Let's I'll hear say, it. Dor- Dorian Finney. Dorian Finney Smith. <laughs> Steady as they come, in. Uh, what was a career high 28 or something yeah. like that? I, I'm 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 afraid to pull up. The box so I course. looked this
0: up, and I did this in a hurry, so I, I, my math could be off. Cause I was right in the recap, but four of his highest field goal attempt games of the season have come now in March. Four of his top six. Like he, one of the things that's been kind of prevalent in in sort of smaller discussions I've had, you know, um, the the pregame. Uh, spaces with Jose and people talk. It's like everybody kind of wants Dorian to shoot more, and he's been shooting with a lot. Like he's he's been good for two years about not shooting with hesitation, but there's just a lot of like. He, I mean, he had two tonight that were buzzer beaters. Like just confidence and it's crazy.
6: Yeah, that one where uh, he caught it. I think it was the the, the last three that he made tonight. But that one uh, to beat the clock. Yes. Where, yeah, that he didn't like. He kind of. It was unorthodox how he shot it and how he caught it, but it, he splashed it in and man, I just love to see it like, cause Dorian's probably like he's got, he's the most consistent player on the team. I, would, I would have to think role, role player,
0: you know, for the better part of two years, the, the aforementioned Jonathan sharks has told me the Mavs are going to go as far as Dorian Finney Smith can take them. Now with Spencer Dinwiddie on the team, I don't know if I necessarily believe that, but Dorian going from a guy who we need his shots to fall to win to we sort of, I don't know, I kind of expect Dorian to finish with like 12 to 14 points a game, which is great. Yeah,
6: I mean, it's – and 28 points is just, you know, extra. <laughs> extra – it's the cherry on top to a, right. just a fantastic game. And he murdered Moses Brown on on live TV. No, yeah, was, it was, that was cruel. That was nasty. <laughs> <But> <laughs> he almost I think caught that, another body. I think the the pass to like the the pass
0: fake that had Moses spend all the way around happened like the play after or the play before like he just went through like a, a rough four possessions there. It was great.
6: Yeah, we were we were hunting him like Luca was like hunting him almost on the pick and roll. We just, we just couldn't stop it. I I don't, I hope I hope he figures it out one day. I don't like yeah. I, I hope well for Moses Brown, but man, he looks so lost. Yeah, it's tough. So. It's tough. And, and well, the, I, I was going to say I got to give I got to give a uh, cup some ups to Jalen, too cuz he uh, he held it down uh he kept the shit moving along uh, when Luka was sitting out to start the fourth quarter. He Tough was guy. Bucket, so. Yeah, and he,
0: had, yeah. he he had played much better to start the fourth than he did to start the second cuz the 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 Cavs just went on quite that run with Luka out. It was like 15 to 4. And so for the team to kind of bounce back like that in the fourth quarter and really just hold them
6: off long Yeah, uh Brunson, uh, yeah, came up like, I, I know he's I know he's been struggling with, uh, you know, longer defenders, but I, I'm i not I'm not going to quite say that he would go as far as, like, I'm not going to put him on that same plane, I guess, as Dorian, because Dorian's almost like, it sounds crazy to say, but he's pretty much almost indispensable at this point. Sure. But, what- uh, yeah, but, well, yeah, when, like I said, when Luke is not in the game, and that's not going to happen too often, but sometimes the the offense can just go ice cold, but if Brunson just keeps us, you know, just right. Has us hang in there and just, you know, stay steady. that's, that's, that's really important, especially with Dinwiddie out. That's right. All right, Jacob. Thanks for joining. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right.
0: And everybody's coming in tonight. Try to keep this. We'll try to move it along. I am sick as a dog folks. So I need to go to sleep at some point. Uh, Armand. Welcome. Baker,
7: can I you can hear me? sound great all right
8: awesome so um the thing that's been on my mind the most is that that you know this is a different Mavericks team when we're winning back- to back games sure, they, like that like that just under Ricardo that just never happened well they finished, like you play a back to back you would always think you win one you lose the other one but <sighs> we're, we're winning our back- to backs and they I'm, finished
0: I'm just, the season they finished the season I'm pretty sure I did this math right. Seven and five on the second night of back to backs for the season, which better than five hundred.
8: A lot better, but yeah, um, that Dorian Finney-Smith dunk on Moses Brown—that had to be personal. Like it just—it just had to be. (laughs) Why? What makes you say that? I don't know, but the 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 way he dunked it, the reaction after it just had to be. I love it, Yeah, I'm very excited for Friday's game, though. I would love to see how that's going to work out, KB playing against the Mavs.
0: Yeah, that should be a fun game. I mean, yeah. I think it'll go one of two ways. I think either the Mavericks will absolutely blow the doors off them or things will get too cute by half and they'll be in a game kind of like this where – I mean, and, and the Cavs are significantly better than Washington, but mm-hmm. a game like this where they the Mavs kind of play with their food for a while. So I hope that's not the case.
8: And then if we win our next two games, I would definitely start considering to – you know limit Luca a little bit more yeah
0: yeah we'll see what they do I mean he, I was surprised kid threw him back out there late in the fourth I'm like what's going on here I mean mm-hmm. was he was he chasing yeah. a triple double but he was shooting all the time he wasn't getting going for rebounds I didn't know
8: I mean yeah you know you give Luca can ha- handle anything in the world it's just I would love to see him get some rest before the playoffs
6: yeah yeah but yeah that's all I got to say thank you uh, yep talk soon
9: uh... Grayson what's up
10: Hey, Kirk. I, uh, I'll i keep it short because I, I want to get to bed too. I don't think I'll be staying up for the, the, the full Warriors game. But uh, go Suns tonight. And uh, honestly, I just wanted to say that I think there's something to be said for getting hot at the right Absolutely. time. Absolutely. And like this team is as hot as any... Luka Doncic era Mavs team I think I may have ever seen I think honest. you're high, it's but so- that's
0: okay I'll let I'll let you cook
10: Some of the stuff is crazy, man Like Dorian Finney-Smith dropping 28 points And just being as consistent as he has And I just feel like we have five guys Besides Luka that can get over 15 And I don't think I would have thought That was possible, um, you know, a year ago Or maybe even, like Three months ago, um, but we'll see when we get to the playoffs. You know, I mean, I honestly, I don't know if I would rather face the 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 Jazz than the the Nuggets. Like Jokic scares the shit out of me, but the rest of that roster is pretty incapacitated at this point. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: and I don't uh, think I don't think anybody's coming back. MPJ had a setback, um, and then the shooting guard uh, name escapes me at the moment.
10: He, you know, they're just not being clear. Yeah, I just think that, like, the Dwight Powell effect, man. The Dwight Powell pick and roll is crazy. That dude is, he's, I, I don't know, he does, he's not the best player in the world, but he's fast for a center and he gets to the rim so quick. You know, sometimes. Rolling to the
0: basket is a lost skill. Teams and yeah. guys don't do it anymore. It's not part of, like, youth basketball. Like, screen and rolling, there's a lot of screen and popping. There's a lot of iso ball along the lines of what we see with Luca, but there's not a lot of screen, like, the, the kind of diving that that happens. If you're good at it, you're probably unbelievably good at it, but getting good with the timing is really hard. Like you see, I want to say like Brunson, sometimes Brunson and Dinwiddie sometimes struggle with the same kind of looks that Luca gets for Powell, which means it it's a hard pass and a hard play. And they're just really good at executing it.
10: I would love to see more rim rollers on this team. Well, they just need um, athletes. They just need above
0: the rim athletes. Like it's, it's, I just think they'd be a much different team to watch in the half court if they had, like, two guys. You know, and Dorian is – Dorian and Green do fine. It's just, like I, – I, the Mavericks haven't had, like, that A-plus level athlete that since I've been here, like, ever, that I can really think of. I mean, maybe late stage Sean Marion, but it's, like, it's a different kind of athleticism what I'm thinking of. Like, I want, like, an earnest-to-goodness, like, rim runner. Like, Brandon Wright was incredible. That dude, like, jumped out of the gym. Tyson was late in his career, Leo, but he was – he was special at it, but it's just—it's like like a wing athlete with unbelievable athleticism is something that I would just love to see with Luca at some.
10: Yeah, speaking of Luca, man's playing 2K right now. Love to see it. He's on the cover, so he's gotta finish out the season strong. He's just going crazy. Love it. I'll let
0: someone else talk. Thanks, buddy. Talk soon. All right. We got. I know Elon wants to go to bed. What's up, buddy? How you doing?
3: Hey, what's going on?
0: Just
3: join the win. Yeah, man. It's, it's a good win, man. I'm at work, actually. I saw a little bit of the game when I could. But I just want to go back to um, the post game. We saw the post game interview with Dodo on Valley. And he's just like, since, you know, he's so hot and Bullock is so hot, he's, he's like, listen, man, he is. Each game is who, who you're going to pick to defend. You know, Luca drawing doubles every possession. Bullock is hot. Dodo is hot. Man, that's. <laughs> that's a formula for success in the playoffs man it's like as a defender as a coach of the opposite team you really gotta just who who's gonna roll with today who who's gonna try to stop because as you see they get everybody's wide open It's everybody's wide open
0: that was cool like fire was just he had he had 11 assists in the first half
3: everybody's so. wide open and what's crazy is maxi's always open And Luca always gives him some flashy assists behind the back, over the shoulder. And it's like, finish finish the play, man. Hit the three, man. Like, come on, Maxi. I don't want a game for Maxi just give me a good three or four threes. I I know.
0: I thought he was going to get there. He hit
3: two, and I'm like, oh,
0: he's fixed. And then he didn't hit one again.
3: Yeah, I don't know. But
0: other than that,
3: man, we rolling, man. I just want to keep rolling. I don't know. Luca just, the way he goes about his business, he just, just, every time you watch him, like Harp always say, he's just – he ceased to amaze you. was like there's no more words you can say. Like like what is his weakness? Free throw? Yeah. That might be it. Like what is his weakness offensively? Like he has. <sighs> a lot of fun. Just, yeah. Just ready for playoff for them for him to start giving people the business in the playoffs. So. Still got a couple of weeks. We gotta finish out strong.
0: <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. Let's, let's keep it going. Have a good night. Yes, sir.
7: Okay, let's go with
0: Jose. What's up, Jose?
7: <laughs> Kurt, I was literally sending a message to our group chat and when you said my name I hurried up and <laughs> switched back over. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, you know. You know, so what's going on? What'd you think?
7: Oh man, I thought it was a really fun game. I mean, uh Garland and, and Luca going back and forth, uh switching baskets, uh Let's celebrate Dorian Phoenix Smith's big night with 28 points, hitting a lot of threes. Reggie Bullock was also hitting some uh, some key threes as well. And I like Josh Green's energy. I, I know you have a taboo against Josh Green, but I, I think he did fairly well tonight. And I'm, I'm not going to say that, that he's like a pivotal piece of this team. But, you know, I'm just having fun with this team all together what about
0: okay. I am I am having fun it's it's in you know as long as as long as they're not doing you know we saw three minutes of Marquise chris tonight right we only saw three minutes because he was terrible so it's like this team just doesn't have the bodies some nights and this was a night where they were able to you know push their starters in the high 30s Bullock had 42 minutes and it's just you know, getting that win and then you know they're they're probably gonna be hoping to enjoy themselves for like the five days after the Spurs game on April 10th until when the playoff starts like they they, they somebody noted in the chat earlier they've locked up top six so it's not you know even if they lose all their games from now on it'll be fine so i'm'm I'm, I'm enjoying myself I'm also um I'm also tired back to back
7: <laughs> I know I know the feeling because like trying to host the the pregame space today, it was like, oh, we just did this yesterday. <laughs> right. But uh, uh, speaking of Marquise Chris, did you see his knee was like, had that big-ass ice pack wrapped around it? Like, it was like, man, can can he even play in the playoffs? Yeah, uh, I don't think he can.
0: Um, I think he probably has a lingering knee issue that'll have to get taken care of later. You I mean, right. yeah. it's You don't do that sort of thing unless, you know, knee soreness is not an injury. It is a symptom.
7: Mm, Man, Uh, I just wish that that maybe he would be more more healthy, I guess, because uh, earlier when we had brought him in for the first 10-day and the second 10-day, he looked – I'm not going to say good. He looked competent, I would say that. And, my gosh, Dorian – Posterizing Moses Brown and then <laughs> Luca hitting the, the whoop de doo on him as well. It's been a while
0: since we've seen one of those, since he's really gotten somebody bad with the pass fake. That was great.
7: But uh, I so. appreciate you, Kirk. Thanks for bringing me up. Sure thing, buddy. Talk soon.
11: Mm-hmm. Chris, what's up, friend? Oh, hey, hey, Kirk, how's it going? going? What do you got? I literally just jumped on, so I, I don't have a prepared speech. Like I usually write down things I'm gonna say, or I'll blank out. So well, now I'm gonna see, just blank out
0: right. preparation is for is for professionals. We're <laughs> we're just we're not professionals here.
11: We're hey, I'm semi pro, like you know Will Ferrell. Sure. <laughs> so What do you what do, what do you think? What, did, you, did you get to watch? Yeah, yeah well, I saw the game. I definitely saw <laughs> the game. Um, uh, I'm just impressed as so, hell. Like just even if we're having a slow start, even and we were only down by what six points at half. It don't even matter if we're down by 15 at half. I mean, I, th- I feel like we just closed the games out better th- this year than, than ever. Like, And sure. the team's staying healthy at, what, five games left? And this w- this was the game that you think we might lose just because it'd be a scheduled loss, second out of a back-to-back. Cleveland's good, even though they're missing players. Like, This is impressive. So,
0: Yeah, it's nice because I was – you watch that first half you give up 67 points. And then you watch the first 5 minutes of the third quarter you give up 15 more. I mean it was 82-82 with seven it looked like like the opposite of the Lakers game last night. And
11: then they just they just turned it on. Yeah. And I was explaining to my 9-year-old son uh, cuz he for some reason he thinks Russell Westbrook is out of this world. I'm just like, I mean he was good 10 years ago, but dude, he's like washed up now. Like I was just explaining to him like how what the late Lakers gave up eighty two points to us. That's the, the la I mean that's been the most since what nineteen fifty nine, I think. Yeah, the- they hadn't they hadn't given up that many points and a half since moving. <laughs> <laughs> so and that, that that uh yeah, just talking about other than the cast game, but just that Russell Westbrook interview with the the reporter and all that was just kind of funny, you know, how they're showing that all day on ESPN and all stuff. So. Uh, but, yeah, it looks like the, they're, they're going to get knocked out of the, the even the play, and that's so disappointing for them. But it, it, it feels great for us, right, because we just hate the Lakers so much. But,
2: was yeah, the correct. Cavs
11: game, that, that was an impressive win. I mean, the rest of the schedule is even more easier. I mean, we got Wizards and the Pistons. I mean, the Bucks is a tough game, but, you know, it's not going to be a second out of a back-to-back thing. So, I mean, who says we can't win that one? We beat the Nets. We beat the Celtics, you know, on national TV games. So why why not beat the Bucs? So Wait, this, well, this eight, that's going to play. be a great
0: game. That's going to be a great because Luca and and Giannis really like to
11: play against each other. And lastly, uh, just getting that third seed, because I'm pretty sure the Suns will win tonight. Um, it, it's just crazy how different c- scenarios we'll probably have for playing in the playoffs. Even if, if we get the fourth seed, I mean, there could be so many playing the Warriors, the Jazz, the Nuggets. I mean, heck, it's it, it actually it's not possible for the to play the no the Timberwolves are in seventh spot, right? They, they can't get to the sixth spot. so – no, they can't now. The loss tonight basically rules it out. I think. And let's just give a shout out to the Clippers. I know they have knocked us out last year, but man, we needed them to win last night. And what? Were they down by 25 in the third? They caught up against the Jazz. Like I, Jazz epic collapse at the worst possible time of the season. This is like great for us because what well, we were we like a, a seed behind the Jazz for what like two months? It feels like. Yep. Uh, yep. It's it's great where we're at right now. I'm 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 excited. I, we're There's going to Western Conference Finals this year. Like. I'm saying it now. We're going to the Western Conference Finals this year.
0: I'm fine with that take. I, if we stay in the three seed, if we get to the three seed, then mm-hmm. there's an actual path. I don't yeah. want to play the side.
11: Playing play Memphis in the second round, if, if assuming they win the first yep. round, I mean, this is yeah. I, go Mavs. Let's, let's go. Love it.
0: Thanks, Chris. Talk soon. Yes, sir. All right. Coming up next uh, is Drew. Hey, Drew. What's going on? Hey, Kirk. How we doing? All
2: right. Hey, couple of things. All right. One thing is I really feel good about the Cavs, uh, the Mavs in the playoffs for the one simple reason is is they play playoff basketball. Yeah, playoff basketball is not not turning the ball over, measured on offense, take the expected shots, make the other team play half court defense. That's what the playoffs is all about. And that's what I was telling last night about John Morant and Memphis and everything like that. When they team start making them play that half court off defense, you know, defense and play Lock it down. I think they're going to have a few problems. One other thing is, I'm glad that the Mavs won tonight because I was being critical of their strategy because I really thought they should have rested Dunwoody last night and had him play tonight. That would have been a better strategy. I thought. but it worked out, so I can't complain too much I,
0: about that. That would have been my thought too had we come in. Yeah. here. Cause it was just like the Lakers were resting a bunch of guys. Like what? I don't know. Maybe it had something to do with the injury report designations. They didn't. Know, who who knows?
2: Yeah, and one last thing, you guys really confused me. Even a Lockdown Mavs guy, you're talking about the double triple double last night made Luca fifth. Yeah, time we with were Bill all Chamberlain. Wrong. and that's. Oh, I was gonna say because he's tenth and he's 23 away from real So I was he's fifth really, in really confused. In the, confused yeah, you, you know, he's fifth in the completely arbitrary 30 point triple double. That's category. what it is. I was thinking, I said, I'll bet you that is a third. That's exactly what I was thinking. I said, I think they're looking at that wrong. That it's oh, a yeah, I screwed point, it up too. The
0: mad social media screwed it up. Like everybody and their uncle screwed it up in the reporting of it. And then when I'm reading through everything this morning, like 'cause Mavs send Mavs send us all out like you know notes and things like that that we can use for coverage, and I was like, oh, 30 point triple double, that's what you're talking about, and it was
2: just it was nuts. I mean, 30 point triple double in like is 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 crazy. He's way up there in the 40 point triple double, but that's a but the, it's interesting. I knew it and instantly I said, where are they coming from? Because that's something I really follow. I'm an accountant, so I'm a real scat you know stats nerd and everything like that. And that's I look at that kind of constantly. I know that. Jokic is two behind Will Chamberlain right now. He's doing great too. Yep. But anyway, but that's yeah. This and and now I now I get it. It's a thirty point and also the forty point triple double. He's way up on that list too because not, not a lot of guys in triple doubles score a ton of points. You know, and that's you know kind of it. Right. All right. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks, man. And the, and and like I said, I did love that whole okey doke with Moses Brown. That was just hilarious. I'm, Brown's still looking for that ball.
0: <laughs> Play the guy off the course. All, <laughs> right. yeah. All right. Thanks for your you got it. All right, coming up next, let's go with Christoph. How are we doing? Christoph, you there? Give
3: me a second. I'm here. Can you hear me? There. Oh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Hey, really quick. I had a quick question and thought I was going to pick your brain. Do you think that Maxi's kind of struggle has to do with him having a slightly different role, being the only big on the field?
0: Maybe. I mean, I've heard all sorts of different theories that his he's kind of nursing an ankle injury and it's thrown off his sort of process. I don't know. I mean, his looks look good tonight. He's had some progress to where I no longer am like, oh, no. Um, so it's 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 very frustrating. And, and I'm, you know, hopefully the Mavs will continue to work with. Got anything else, Christoph?
3: Yep. I was just wondering if maybe he's missing that security blanket right. of a second big to roll it so he can focus. Sure.
0: Well, I mean, he's been so good on defense, so it's, that's what makes the offensive stuff just kind of weird. But I don't know. I feel like there's been some progress because he no longer looks like there were. There was like three or four games where he was. He was like scared to shoot. And I mean, let's go look at how many shots he took tonight. He took he took seven shots tonight. Like, I'll take that. They're all three pointers. He hit two of them. You know, if he goes three of seven, do we feel differently about how his game went? I think maybe. And that's just, that's such an arbitrary thing. He was, you know, six points, six rebounds. Like, you know, he's, he's fine. He's maxi.
1: Yeah.
3: No, I agree. He's a fellow German, so he can't do wrong with really. it. Anyways. Ah. Have a good day, man. Take it easy. <laughs>
0: Thank you very much. All right. Coming up next, let's go with Mason. Hey, Mason. Hey, happy Wednesday, Kirk. Thank you kindly. What you got for us?
12: Uh, I just got a couple of things. Um, First of all, you know, I I feel like I have fallen into the plight of the average 2022 Mavs fan, which is because I do not have cable. I cannot watch Valley Sports, and therefore I haven't haven't heard a game called by our guys and Honestly, probably two and a half years. So I have Damn. had to use alternative means, means that I will not say
13: in this, sure, uh, sure. In this
12: room. I will not implicate myself. Um, but, uh, you know, like, because I haven't been able to watch, like, on the big screen, I'm just, like, on my laptop while I'm just, like, you know, doing stuff for work or taking care of the dog, and then someone brought, I think Chris brought it up earlier, and uh, I just, time and time again, we're down by, like, 13 and a half, we're down 7 and a half, down 20 and a half, like... And then we come back and find a way to win. Do we even do we even care about the first half anymore? I mean, obviously, yes. But, like, is there anything that we can even take away from the first half anymore of
0: games? No, because they look tired. They look lethargic. And they turned it on just long enough to get the win. And I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah. I mean, you know, if there was a time to start
12: pulling out those second-half wins, now's the time, getting ready for uh for playoffs. But... Yeah, that was uh, I just like I just laugh again because like I run to the grocery store at halftime. And by the time I'm back, we're up by 10 after being down by 13. I'm like, okay, cool. Love that.
9: Yeah. But
12: yeah. yeah, um, How are we feeling about the West? You know, I feel like people have kind of talked about it
0: before. War of attrition, man. The Suns are the Suns are just a grinding death machine and everybody else is kind of just hanging out. I don't think the Memphis Grizzlies are near as good as they played. I think that they're kind of matchup dependent, and I think a certain team that runs slower pace is going to beat the tar out of them. Or, I mean, I think, like, even, like, the Timberwolves could beat them pretty good. I don't know. I'm very I'm very biased against the Grizzlies because the Mavericks have just beat their ass. And then yeah. I have these people doing my mentions all the time talking to me about Ja, who I love as a player, and I don't like this player comp stuff, but it's just – it's just not real. For me, I went off on a tangent last night about this. I'm like, there's just no comparison. Like, Ja's not doing what Luke is doing. The end. Full stop.
12: But for sure. And, I, you know, I think people like to – totally off-tangent, but I think people like to hold the his team's record without him against him. And I was like, I would like for us to have yeah, that stuff. Yeah, that'd be really cool, like, right?
0: It's, it's called yeah. amazing drafting and giving a shit. And the Mavericks yeah. should study that, that formula.
12: Yeah. And as someone who went to TCU and watched Desmond Bain for four years, I – Every night, I just scream into my pillow, into the ether um, about that one. Uh, thanks, Mark. Appreciate that. Uh, know,
0: but, right. Well, Donnie Nelson really didn't. Nelson uh, didn't do any scouting of him. We got that on. I've all but confirmed that. Like, not like the Mavericks never scouted him. They also didn't bring him in for an interview until after he had lobbied. It's just – that's the sort of shit that's going to eat at me for years, that Cuban just let Donnie keep doing stuff. It was, yeah. But, well,
12: and now I am I am now going to develop a smoke. Sure. habit. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. My- but – um, you know, speaking of Donnie and speaking of Mark, you know, if the Mavs do get the three seed, someone said it the other day. Is like, uh, you know, the last time the Mavs got the three seed, we all know what happened. And again, great I'm not take.
0: Gonna speak I don't it care. Anymore. It's a, it's the kind of, we're at this point in the year where we used to like hype with like five games left. Give me all the hyperbole in the world. When there's like 50 right. games to play, it's annoying to me. But right now, but, we're cooking
12: with. But Kirk, here's the thing: if what happens the same time as last time happened. Who's uh who's gonna be playing Powder for 2023? That's ah, what I really exact,
0: wanna ask. You're just choosing violence, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you got anything else?
12: Yeah. Uh. I mean, again, the West right now is wrapping up. We got some stuff left. Uh. I'm still a little scared that Kawhi is gonna come back because again, I believe anything, any medical report that Kawhi is about Kawhi, but. Uh, yeah, only thing I really think about is just the sheer number of times that Dwight is going to get smacked in the face by Jokic if we play him. Uh, we haven't beaten the Suns, I think, honestly, before the pandemic even started. Like, they owned us before Chris Paul got there. But, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good about the West other than that. Uh, unless Steph Curry goes supernova over these last two weeks. Feel pretty good. So, yeah, good time to be a Mavs fan. Uh, would love for the ballet sports thing to get figured out, as I'm sure we all would. But, yeah, thanks again, you guys, for all the hard work you guys do.
0: Appreciate it. Talk soon. All right, a couple more folks, and then I'm going to go to bed. Christian, what's up, dude?
14: Hey, how you doing tonight, Kirk, besides being
0: oh, sick? Okay, you know, it could be worse. I got Tamiflu early enough to where I think I'll be all right. But I was a big man, baby, and I can tell my wife is already pissed off at him. So.
14: Yeah, I, I mean, luckily the game was relatively early today. I'm in uh, Philly uh, for the uh, staff meeting, and I don't know how in the hell you did. Near to
0: Eastern time. Neither do I. I think I was fueled by alcohol and, and being upset about the state of the world and I just threw myself at Mavship.
14: Yeah, complete insanity but thank you for that because I definitely wouldn't have done that so kudos <laughs> to you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, just watching the game um, it it's such a contrast from last year, whether it's the the uh you know getting down by 10 or more points and coming back the you know back to back stuff we're 7 and 5 I believe or uh I heard you mention it earlier um on back to back games on the second night of a back to back and just so many things where last year we we just couldn't do um and I think, you know, there's a question of whether this defense will be able to hold up in the playoffs. But I have to give them credit for at least giving effort. Uh, each player, one through five, is given that effort. And again, something that we couldn't have said sure. these past few years. So
0: Well, they, they like kid more. And like, there's a really good story. Dallas Morning News. I'm gonna cover it a little bit tomorrow, aggregated. There's just too much stuff going on um, the past few days. But Kelly Fleming, or I'm sorry, Kelly Kaplan, wrote a really good story um, about kind of just like how Kid and Luke are working together. Kid, like Luke's talking about, he's having a lot of fun, and like, you know, they're playing harder for him. Like, like Kid might be an unbe- and Kid is. He's an unbelievable X's and O's coach. But you know, as I've, you know, when you're in charge, people gotta like you. And they don't like him.
14: That- yeah, I, I couldn't imagine, or you know, uh, I can't believe that you know the the guy that like harassed and tried to pit your best friend against the team on you. You're not very fond of, but um, you know, I, I think uh, you know a lot, a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of credit to you know, kid. I think virtually all of us. It wasn't unanimous, but damn near. Uh, we're opposed to the move both for personal reasons as well as, you know, being a coach, he sucked. Uh Like he had a great half season in two different places and then was very poor after that. So it's nice to see, you know, I'm going to wait to crown him to be a good coach after seeing some longevity to it, but I feel really confident heading into the, into the playoffs. uh I, I still think, e- regardless, I don't care if it's Denver, I don't care if it's Utah, I don't care if it's, you know, somehow, well, I definitely don't want Golden State, especially if Steph's healthy, but, you know, each matchup, I'm not going to take for granted, because I think any of those teams can beat us, but I think the way that we're playing and the camaraderie and and buy-in that this team has, we can do some serious things, and, the you know I don't want to distract uh, from this win or from you know Jalen Brunson winning the defensive uh, belt after he uh, guards a seven foot player in the next game but um, I did want to see if you had and again this is fantasy land but I think we've kind of covered mostly everything in the off season if we got the opportunity to get Zach Levine or Rudy Gobert who are you selecting? And-
0: Jeez. A Sophie's choice between two players we're unlikely to get. That seems fun. Um, I suppose my brain would say Levine because I think I would like watching the basketball more. I think for the actual basketball and winning championships, go bear because defense is important and Luca would turn him into a pick and roll god. Yeah, but Gobert's very good in movement, but he's not like he needs his offense served to him. And who better than the best, you know, one of the best passers in the league. But, man, I just I love I love uh, it'd be it's impossible for either for the record. But, hey, who cares? You you ask.
14: Yeah, and I appreciate the take. I, I don't think, you know, any either at this point are too far of a fantasy like, you know, getting Jason Tatum or something like that. But because, I mean, the Bulls have just completely crumbled and, you know, that situation being an impending free agent and Go Bear, I mean, that – the Jazz – like, how long do you think the Jazz – and, again, I don't want to ramble. I know you're sick, so this is my <laughs> whole question. How long do you think the Jazz keep this team together?
0: Oh, I think they blow it up this offseason because
14: Quinn Snyder <laughs> hasn't signed that extension, and that's
0: on purpose, and that is – like, that's just such a canary in the coal mine. Um, it's and, and, you know, like, Mitchell – <sighs> Mitchell's a great basketball player, and I fucking hate him as a fan. All of his quotes, all of his nonsense, like like just last night, his po- like him and Rudy post game quote battles, like they don't get along, and it's so crazy because it's like you two work well together, like like figure the shit out. I don't know.
14: Yeah, pretty pretty straight. I I mean, I think when you have the kind of high profile failures that they have for for quite some time, I I mean they just didn't. In a different kind of way, they didn't change up the roster enough to kind of surround them or at least try some new things, I feel like, after it failed a few times. But I know there's some other speakers, so I'll give them uh, the chance. And appreciate you, as always, for bringing me up. Sure thing, buddy. You too. Uh, everybody just keeps asking to come up, so we're going to do it anyways
9: because
0: I am a, I'm a weird person. Jordan, how you doing?
9: Hey, Kirk. How's it going? It's good. Welcome. Yeah. So, first of all, I want to say is look when we play the Warriors, we've owned them all season. Um, I know you, Steph, in the playoffs is different, but uh, I don't know. Luka just he'll take the the best player and he'll just like he'll just attack them constantly, constantly. It's like for NFL. You get that running back, and you just beat, you run him up the middle and beat him down until the defense is worn out. And that's basically what Luca does. Is he's that big running back that just pounds the defense until you you see him in the, at the end of the game. Even the Cavs, they're just gassed. They're just like, I like that. <laughs> Moses Brown doesn't know where anything's at. Um, Luka Dodgers. And- yeah, exactly. I, I love that because I love Derrick Henry. He's one of my favorite players um, in the NFL. But um, it's just, yeah, Luca does need to probably um, sit one of these last games at least just to get ready for the playoffs because we all know Luca goes nuclear in the playoffs.
0: Well, I'm going to be curious to see what they do there because they don't really play. Like when he rests and comes back, he usually takes like two games to figure it out. And because they've now saved themselves from the plan, they will get a break between the last game of the regular season where they play the Spurs and when they start the playoffs I think April 15th, like a five-day break. So unless they feel like seeding like that final game of the year to the Spurs, which they might, but they've never actually swept the Spurs in a in a, in a season. Um, I think that's kind of important to to the organization. Let me introduce see what they do with Luka. um there's no more back to backs they're basically playing every other day till the end of the season, and we'll see how things go but i i i I wouldn't be shocked I think you're you're right to at least point out
9: yeah that on on your point about the Spurs game um at the end of the season that could be a big a game for the Spurs to get into the uh into the playoffs or to the play-in and knock the Lakers out. So I'd be interested to see if that well, was an important game. They're playing game the
0: Trailblazers on April 8th, and the Trailblazers average, like, they've been losing by 20-plus points. Like, they are tanking so hard. So, yeah, they might rest in one of those games like Detroit or Portland.
9: Yeah, and so – um but coming up, next game – Um I got to say, I love Mark Falwell and Derek Harper. They are, I think they're the best duo in all of the local channels and stuff because I, I have to watch uh, the games through a third party as well. And so just the days that it's the Bally Sports stream, and I'm just like I'm so happy because there's a little foreshadowing, I think, in this game for next game. And uh, Moses Brown, an ex-Mavs player, um Luca goes up and he has him on, on Moses Brown and Mark Fowler just says well let's see what Luca's gonna do to Moses ne- this time and he, <laughs> and he just takes him all the way to the the rim and just scores so easily and it's just like in my head it, that's I feel like that's foreshadowing for Friday oh
0: my god I I think it's gonna get like the many points on Chris Stapp's Porzingis switches is what my.
9: I would love for Luca to play Porzingis off the floor. That would be the best thing ever, I think. And not only that, but I would like to have Bertans and Dinwiddie go off too, just to stick it to him. Is this a, is this a home game or is that in Washington? No,
0: it's in DC. It's a, it's in DC. They're, I mentioned earlier in the show, they're doing a Latvian heritage night. And they do oh, yeah, those yeah, actually yeah, right. fairly frequently because of the consulates in D.C. Whenever there's foreign players and stuff, I remember when I went to see the Mavs there once. There was a ton of Slovenian people there that just like flew in, and then the consulate and folks. It was like there was the Slovenian ambassador. They put her up on screen. It's like great. It's it's always very funny because it's like people that are totally fish out of water. So
9: yeah, yeah, this the Slovenian night where Luca didn't play. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't isn't Breton's- uh Latvian. The, uh yeah lot like Bertans
0: and and Porzingis were the two Latvian players who were traded
9: yeah okay yeah so that's going to be interesting i'm ready for that um yeah uh you know good win i, I feel like 2011 all over again man with these comebacks cuz like comebacks are always nice but in just like in the playoffs, like in Portland, OKC, Lakers, like all these games, the Heat, that they came back. Yeah, it was nice that they came back, but it didn't feel good in the moment. No, I
0: understand that. That actually makes sense. But I'd much rather grab these.
9: Right, and it's just like I love the comeback wins and stuff, and I, I guess that's a credit to Jason Kidd who was on that team that you know they helped all those comebacks and sure. stuff, and Jason Kidd's three point shot that he developed that season apparently or into the playoffs, um, really helped, and so you see a lot of uh, a lot of that in the team, um, and that gives me a good hope for this uh, upcoming playoffs, and uh, Kirk. Uh great game. Good night, sir. Yeah. And thanks for joining. I hope everybody else has a great night.
0: Yep, we'll talk soon. Appreciate you, Jordan. All right. Let's go with uh Jeremy next. Hi hey, Jeremy.
5: Hey, how are you doing, Kirk? I'm all right. Uh just two quick things. I obviously want to mention Dodo's career night, twenty-eight points. Like one of my favorite players on this team. Couldn't be happier for him. Uh, I I I definitely liked his uh little post game chat with uh Mark Followell and them, how he was joking about how Luca tried to get him 30, good but he couldn't make the two free throws. It's like I think that's really the epitome of Luca to a T right there. Like even though he was so close to getting a triple double of his own he was more focused on trying to get Dodo the 30 points. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I love that of our superstar. And I, I just love that Luca is like that, always trying to get people involved. And if anybody has a reason to kind of sour on sharing the ball, it could be him because, you know, he's had a lot of growing pains to get to this point. So it's kind of nice to see those shots fall and him to be rewarded for sticking with that kind of behavior and being a team player. Nope. Yep. No, it's very
0: important. And, and then it, it's very clear that that's, you know, like him and Brunson are probably Lucas, two best friends on the team. And they're, you know, the it's, it's, they've, they've got a bond that is very clear and it's really nice to see when it pays off. I mean, Dorian, when Dorian gets these kind of last second shots, like I just feel good about him, And that's crazy to me because I watched this dude play summer league games where it looked like he couldn't dribble and chew gum at the same time. He's just developed so much and it's really great.
5: Yeah, and then the other thing I wanted to bring up or say is, like, I don't know about you, but I this is not necessarily my preference, but I just feel like when it comes to the playoffs, we're on a collision course to play Utah. Yeah, they fell to six, according to our chat here, and that's amazing. Right. (laughs) It just seems ironic. It's like, you know, it seemed like we were locked in at that four or five, and it would just be who would get home court and then... You know, as the Mavericks finally make a play for the three seed, Utah just decides, ah, it's time to drop to six. Like, we want the Mavs. (laughs) Just seems like it's kind of going to happen, you know? Well, certainly now it does. I mean, there's still... uh...
7: You already muted
5: yourself. Oh, my bad. I was just saying, it's just... Kind of ironic, but uh, we'll see. Time will tell. I'm looking forward to it. I didn't have much. So I just wanted to say, go Mavs, and enjoy your stuff as usual, man. Appreciate you. Thanks for coming up and joining us, Jeremy. Talk
0: soon. All right, let's do Jesse. We got three folks left. Jesse, you've been waiting a bit. Uh,
15: hey, Kirk. Long time. No welcome talking. back. Um. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I'm excited. We clinched the. You know, we clinch the playoffs tonight. Um. I'll be real quick, but, uh, you know, with Dinwiddie kind of sitting for, you know, knee soreness management or whatever, do you see any of the other players getting maybe a night off here coming? Cause they've been all going real hard, uh, especially with Luca being out for that, you know, little stretch or whatever. So you think anybody's going to get any rest coming? up? I mean, I think they all need
0: it, but I don't know who it would be and I don't know when it would be. Um, <clears throat> Maybe these Detroit Portland games coming up to basically a week from today, the Wednesday Friday games next week, because you know they you, you don't want to rest against Washington because it's Porzingis. You don't you you will get in trouble if you rest anybody against the Bucs on the national TV games. So maybe those two. Um, I don't know who though because. It's like you go through the roster and you're like, well, what ha- like Bullock, for example, we all saw what happened when Bullock didn't play during that that road like the second half of that road trip. Like Bullock's just really important what this team does, and you know Brunson and Dorian. So it's just like which person because they all need it. I mean the minute totals tonight were like some '90s basketball stuff and made me laugh. Um, so I just don't know, but I, I I do think the more I think about it, somebody asked something similar about Luca earlier. I do think we get something like it. In those those two games.
15: Yeah, I'd like to see Dorian Finney-Smith get at least a night off, or at least a reduced minutes night. Right. And, and maybe Brunson, um, maybe maybe even Kleba. Uh, now that he's kind of shooting okay, I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, like,
0: I feel like if he would have hit tired. one more three, we'd all be happy. He'd finished two of seven instead of three of seven. Right. So
15: I mean, I just like to see like maybe here and there a game where we do since we at least clinched. Do you think we'll be able to maintain the third? I mean, considering that the Warriors lose tonight to Phoenix, which is weird rooting for Phoenix ever. I think this is the first time I've ever actively wanted Phoenix to win a game. But um, if, assuming that we do, you know, get a game on there, uh, I think we have – I think it would be smart to to let at least one of these rotation guys get
0: at least a minute's restriction. Well, makes makes sense to me. I mean – you look at the next spot; they got five games. I think that's right. So the, you play Washington. You want to beat Washington. You at least want to. You know, you we go into the Bucks game kind of, and I don't. I'm not, you know, not a loser's mentality, but the Bucks are really damn good. Um, the Bucks game is maybe a loss, but after that, you know, I, that's the only loss I really see on their schedule for the rest of the year. Yeah, for
15: so. sure. So I'm I'm really excited. I mean, this is. <laughs> You know, early in the season when we were talking and and we were in the doldrums of the NBA, I mean, geez, how far we've come. I I, I haven't been this excited in a very, very long time, I'm really happy. It was good to talk to you, Kirk. I'll I'll come on here a little bit more often.
0: Great, Jesse. Talk soon. All right. Let's bring up Shishi. How are we doing? Welcome back. Sorry it took me a while to get to you. Hit that unmute button when you come out of the chat if you're still down there. Um, she may not have known that she joined, sent the request. Sometimes that happens with the, uh, with the invite when you come in, cause you, like join the room and the request buttons is like right there on the page. Um, all right. Well, if you want to try to come back, we'll uh, bring you back here in a bit. Uh, Tyler, how are we doing, Tyler?
16: Doing good, Kirk. Thank you. Thanks for bringing me on. Sure thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've heard, I heard you mention earlier that, you know, Maxie's shots weren't terrible, but he had one, like, line drive knuckleballer that made me kind of gasp, like, oh, no. Uh, It barely hit the front of the rim, um, and he was, like, wide open. I know what Um, shot you're
0: talking about. That one
16: was... (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I just wanted to bring that up first. Um, But my main point was... Luca and I don't talk about him much, um, but this the Lakers game and uh, particularly the third quarter tonight um, is kind of like for whatever reason he played really great against the Lakers, which didn't seem like it was needed, but um, he like it, it it's just kind of showing that he can turn up to a level that's like ungodly, and I feel like. He's turning he's turning that up, he's turning it up for the playoffs a little bit, but I feel like he's kind of like not only with like the whole weight, you know, coming out of camp like out of shape and overweight and not I mean, all that has to do with it too, but I feel like he's kind of like coasted into the season and like realized how how much of a gruel the season is. And like he's shown spurts of of dominance at times, but it like not necessarily quite like the Lakers in the third quarter tonight. And I was just wanting to know if you like.
0: I mean, this is the challenge in that I don't think him playing at a 40% usage clip the whole year is a real thing. I mean, he's obviously doing it, but I don't think it's like sustainable over like a three-year period because it's asking him to be hyper-efficient while also having the ball all the time. It's hard to do. Um, I'm not like, like he's talked enough about how he kind of feels like he, he's in a better, he knows what he needs to do to come into next season on the right foot. You know, he's such a strong guy. Um, he, you know, he's he always works on skills and things like that. But I think it's something tells me that the start of this year was really the remind, You know, he's talked about this, and I just I feel confident that this will be kind of the last year we see him come into shape, come into camp, and it's like questions about his weight because I know nobody wants to talk about this, and I got a lot of heat from people about this when I talked about it in the season. Like people were not happy with me for even bringing it up, but he came into camp the last two years well high of his listed 235 we're not talking five we're talking 25 and so that's the sort of thing where he i think he's basically gotten to the point where he knows he can't do it he's not gonna do it and then he'll come in next season and i think that next year is maybe the mvp year for him i don't know i'm just when you when he does stuff like he did tonight where he looks like thanos and it's just he keeps coming and it's just like my god this guy is good at basketball and it's it's you know it's it's easy to take it for granted because, but he does this stuff so often. Like he's this incredible basketball player. So does that answer your question? I don't know. Uh,
16: I mean, it, it's just like last like last night and tonight kind of reminded me that like this dude when he wants to, like when he's locked in mentally and and, and wants to bring like bring his legs into the game and, and make, make everything a little bit easier. Like this dude can be unreal, and we've seen it in the playoffs. Um, and we don't see it a whole lot during the regular season, so it just got me thinking that he knows the regular season is a grind, um, and that maybe he he's just he's just waiting to to pull out the special stuff. But also, um, you know, Dorian's big night um, just had me thinking that we have like we have a lot of players who who can do that type of thing. Um, especially with Dinwiddie on the court, even though he wasn't there tonight, um, we have like you know like I feel like in the playoffs, if if we do make a run, like it'll be a, a point where like you never know who's who else is going to go off besides Luca, uh, whether it be Reggie, um, Dorian, even even Maxi maybe or or Green gets hot from three or something. Um, in Brunson's like his corner threes are crazy. Um, so that's like super exciting. And, and on like the playoffs, like I'm not too worried about the seeding, honestly. Um, even if we do get the four seed and have to play the Suns in the second round, and if we end up losing to them, like I'm not having NBA finals or titles, expectations of this team. So I think like the, the more growth we can get with, Luca and, and this group is is going to be for the better in the long run. Um, no, no, no. Like the best teams that we can play is good.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Chris Haley just points out in the chat that was that was Dwight Powell's 500th Mavs game. Like him and and Dorian are like working their way up the all time Mavs played list. It's pretty wild when you go look at it. So.
16: That is wild. Well, well thank you Tyler. Appreciate your comments. Yeah. Thanks, Kirk. I appreciate it. Hmm.
0: Okay, uh, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. What's up, buddy? You're hey, hear-
13: Kirk. Yeah. Uh, first, I just want to pay my respects to Dorian, the American Dream. Sure. America. Good nickname. Sure, so, good I was just name. thinking. Yeah, just just thinking about you know his unshapen state, his first year in the league, to where he is at now is just truly incredible. And I-, I got a friend that's in Denver who is an NBA fan and a Nuggets fan. I've converted him to Mavs fandom, and. He might go to the game, to a game in the playoffs if he played the Nuggets. And he's talking about what jersey he would buy. And we were saying, you know, Luca makes sense, but why not Finney Smith? Because he's really become the heart and soul of the team. So just, you know, big shout out to, the, to my guy there. Um, I'm going to leave us on with uh, the Mavs are not only going for the third seed in the West, but the third best record in the NBA. If you ever look at the total rankings and stats or uh, – standings sure Sure. uh and I keep thinking about you know power rankings put them at anywhere from 8 to 12 depending on the the outlet and I just kind of wonder like you know is there truly a disconnect between the Mavs climb the standings and ending up with potentially the third best record in the NBA oh I don't think so I don't think
0: I don't think outlets know how to view what the Mavs are doing like over their past 20 games or like the fourth quarter basically up until now the Mavs net rating is really like it's like zero because they've had the shit beaten out of them two or three times, and then they've also won a couple of clutch games. But in the sure. second and third, like, quarters of the season, they were mowing teams down, um, particularly the third quarter. And it's – I just don't think people understand how they're winning. And, I mean, we're in here every night, and there are nights that I sometimes don't get it either. So
13: Yeah, I just wondered, like, maybe they see the Boston win and go, ah, it was a fluke. They, you know, came back from big down and, and won the game and stole one. But, like, that – Seemed has to been happening on the regular for the past couple of months. I just kind of wonder, sure. like, you know, matchups with Jokic aside or anything like that, I just kind of wonder, will that play to the Mavs advantage in the playoffs?
0: I would much rather be unheralded than, like, going out
13: and losing. You know, I, I would much rather be under the radar. It's just, it's. I mean, and just looking back, I mean, I remember coming on this green room in the summer being like, I don't know if I want to give free agent money to Dinwiddie and here we are with Dinwiddie and being as, you know, far exceeding expectations. I think just, I mean, awesome ride so far. Right. Right. Oh yeah.
0: Well, thanks so much for joining us, Ryan. Yeah. Thanks Kirk. All right. Talk soon. All right, guys, I'm going to go take some Tamiflu and I'm going to go to bed. Everybody be good. We will be back. I'll probably be back Thursday morning with a money ball minute. Um, No, not Thursday morning, Friday morning. Um, and then we'll Josh and I'll be doing the same, uh, same stuff. Everybody be good. Enjoy the rest of your week.